Welcome everyone uh, this day as we, as we continue on uh, with our uh, What Does This Mean series. I know uh, as, we, as we embark upon this study, uh, great, great, there is much great, there is great hope in the midst of what we're facing uh, this day. And um, again, I hope the camera is um, uh, centered correctly. I, I just hope so. But uh, this is Pastor Jung here at Faith Moore Park um, in uh, sunny Southern California. Uh, blessings to you this day as we continue on uh, with our study of what does this mean. Why don't we begin with a word of prayer? Our dearly Father, we, we thank you for this day, O oh Lord, uh, for this time of hope. Lord, you know that the object of our hope is outside of ourselves, that you are the hope of our life. Bless us in your promises and lead us in your word, and may you grant our hearts your peace. Bless us this day in your redemption. We pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. Welcome, everyone. Well, today, hope. What does this mean? What does this mean? Right? And that's the question today. Now, what is hope? I think a lot of times we, we say that hope is what? Uh, some phrases that we use, I hope it's going to be a good day. Or uh, we might say, uh, what else w- would we say? I-, I hope that when I get older, I will have a big house and a big car. Um, um, and in this day and age, uh, a-, a lot of people might say, I hope uh, our world well, gets better. I hope that we can all get along. I hope that um, tomorrow will be a better day, right? Um, so the question is, what is hope in itself? Now, hope simply is uh, the expectation. Hope is an expectation. Right? Hope is a, an anticipation, something that uh, we desire uh, a certain outcome or a certain thing uh, that will happen. Basically, uh, expectation, um, when we speak of hope, a lot of times very synonymous with faith. Right? Now, the question is, what is hope? And we just addressed that right now. But I think the deeper question is, what is the, the content of our hope? What is the basis of our hope? And what is the nature of our hope? And, uh, you know, I, I deal with, I like pictures a lot, you know, because it kind of explains things better. But when we speak of content, basis, and nature... At the end of the day, when we talk about uh, the hope that is, well, I guess we would call it this way. Um, I want to draw this picture here. This is our starting point, and this is our hope. Now, when I say the words, I hope this is going to happen, or I hope I have a good life, or I hope that tomorrow will be a better day, um, 
the end of the day, these are very similar in terms of that, uh, that view of hope through the eyes of man. That the content, the basis, and the nature of hope will always be, in this world, man. And because of that content, basis, and nature of man, at the end of the day, this arrow shows us what? It shows us that man depends on itself, that man is the content of hope, that man is the basis of that hope, and that man is the nature of that hope. And because of that, we see that, as we talked about earlier, when we talk about ex expectation and faith, our expectation, our faith is in man. So, for example, I hope tomorrow is a better day, or I hope our world gets better. You know, that hope is in man. Right? That hope is in ourselves. That hope is in other people, right? And at the end of the day, uh, we see that hope centered on this circle. Because at the end of the day, that hope, if it's dependent on man, this is to which man clings. Again, synonymous to hope is faith, right? So, so when we talk about hope, friends, uh, you know, it's important to look at this, this diagram and, and remember that at the end of the day, when the next time we say, I hope tomorrow is better, what do we mean by that? And, you know, at the end of the day, if it's, if it's our trust in ourselves, right, if, if we are the object of our hope, I hope tomorrow is a better day. I know Jeff Mark said it in our advertisement. He said, uh, well, it's like a cross your fingers moment. A cross your fingers moment is really one of great uncertainty, one of great question mark, right? Wondering if this will actually happen. Uh, so, so again, at the end of the day, there is that doubt. There is that wonder. There is that crossing of fingers because man in its nature, our nature, mine and yours nature, if we're depending on ourselves, yeah, we could try and we can go on that quest to have that expectation come to fruition. But there is that seed of doubt, that seed of wonder, that seed of crossing my fingers, hoping that it might just very well happen if all the stars align. And well, you know, I just hope. I just hope. Now, is there certainty in that hope? That's the question. Now, in this diagram, we see what? If we're depending on ourselves. um... There is no certainty, and we could try, and, and, and that's what we do as people. We, we try. We try to get that expected result by our own efforts. And, and of course, there is, um, I think, in certain cases, it, we, we are called to try. You know, we are called to live our lives, right, uh, striving to love and serve and, and to study hard. Um, and again, the motivation is that's a different story, but uh, there is that um, natural drive that we all have as human beings. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, we very well know no matter how hard we try, and that's a good thing to do, by the way. Um, you know, as a pastor, I'm, I'm studying hard. You know, I, I study hard not just to get good grades, uh, but as a pastor, when I went to school, it, it was, it was uh, for the sake of my vocation, for the sake of what I'm called to do, right? But when it comes to hope, uh, this is uh, different because if hope is built on man, this is the picture. Now, why is this the picture? Or 
Why is this the reality? Because, you know, as we talked about last week, man, as we talk about in Genesis 3, uh, due to the fall into sin, man is born into sin. Man is, because of the wages of sin, there is death and separation from God. Right? Um, this is the reality to which we were all born into. All of us, me and you, we're all born into this reality. And um, because of this brokenness, because we are broken, I love vinyl records. I don't know about you. Do you like vinyl records? Oh, man, I love them. Um, but uh, because we are broken, we're kind of like that broken record, going round and round, hoping and trying to find the answers within the spiritual condition that we are born into. See, this is, I think, uh, uh, the reality to which I think when we understand uh, uh, what we are facing and, and the world we are facing today, even your internal struggles, right? Uh, how, where do we find our hope? Is it within ourselves or is it outside of ourselves? And here we see the hope in the perpetual reality of man is, is yeah, we, this is what we do, right? We go in circles, like a dog chasing its tail or like that broken record, just boom, 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 all the way around. Uh, those RPMs just c continuing to go circle and circle. And, and, and this is the reality of how we look at hope in this world, right? And uh, just like in the time uh, of, uh, of St. Paul, as, as he writes about hope, uh, they're uh, a lot of the people, you know, their hope was in the king. I mean, when Jesus came to the world, what, what, what were they saying? Hosanna, right? They were saying, Lord, save us now. They were expecting a bread king or, or a king that would be a military commander who would save them from all enemies, right? Their hope was in even uh, uh, Augustus uh, Caesar. Um, and uh, we very well know that with emperors, with kings, that's where a lot of people put their hope. I think in the, in the Roman world, uh, many people would look at life as a circle. I mean, some, even peop some people would even, even talk about, well, if that's it, well, what's the point, right? <laughs> what's the point of life if it's just a circle? And I think deeper than that is this reality, is if we're depending on self for the content basis and nature of our hope, then uh, soon we will find ourselves like a broken record, not just any broken record, but the reality of sin, death, and the separation from God. How do we overcome that? Can we do this by ourselves? Can we depend on ourselves? Can we be the content basis and nature of our hope? And the answer is no, right? But When we speak of the hope of Christ, we very well know that in this sin condition, our Lord, God sends the greatest hope to man. Remember, man is broken. He sends us his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to be our savior, to mend the wounds to die the big death, to reconcile us to God, to make us whole, right? 
to make us full, to make us complete when he says it is finished. This is what Jesus has done for us. Going to the cross, right? Died for our sins. He died the big death, as we call it. Three days later, he rises from the grave and gives us the hope of eternal life, reconciling us to God. This is where our hope is. See it? And hopefully you have our handout, oops, that we're following here. But the handout shows us uh, kind of these Bible verses here, which I want to go through. But because of Jesus Christ, what happens? Because of what he has done for us through the gospel, the good news as we know it, right? Um, this diagram changes. When our hope is outside of ourselves, right? This diagram doesn't depend on, like we no longer need to depend on ourselves. That it's not cyclical anymore, but rather because of the great uh, blessing of Christ as he comes to us. Remember, we cannot save ourselves. We cannot save us, ourselves from sin and death, no matter how good we think we are, no matter how much we think we bring to the table. We, we need to be made alive. We need to be saved and rescued from sin, death, and the power of the devil, all by the work of Christ. How does he come? By the Lord's love for you. Your hope is Christ. Without Christ, there is no hope. Because this is what Christ has done for you. He, he answers and, and, and accounts for you, declaring you righteous. And we'll talk about this in a little bit. But I, I know I'm getting a little preachy here. But as we, as we continue here, uh, this is how he changes because of his death and resurrection. No longer, this is before, No longer are we stuck in this perpetual cycle of hopelessness. But after our Lord comes to us, right here, I guess we would call it the cross, right? Comes to us, dies for us on the cross, gives to us the empty tomb. And there, um, as Christians, our hope is looking forward to his return. See, because of the Christ, no longer is this the cycle or the pattern that we live by. But because of what he has done for us, he has given us this great gift of the gospel changing the pattern to which we were born into, depending on self. He gives us the true hope in the midst of hopelessness. That is his cross. We talked about it earlier. Sin, death, the power of the devil, reconciliation to God, that separation that he mends by his bloodshed on the cross for you. And there you find your true hope. We look at our handout here and it says in Colossians 1, 3 to 5, it says, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel. Colossians 1, 3-5. See, because of the advent, the coming of our King, 
dying on the cross, rising for us, there we have the tangible, true, objective hope that changes the way to which we live, move, and have our being. Because Christ is our hope. No longer self. No longer man. And there we look forward as we Christians in this present time look forward to his return as he promises to take us home, as scripture says. Right? That our hope is built on nothing less but the body and blood of our Lord, his resurrection. We'll talk about baptism in the future. We'll talk about the Lord's Supper in the future. But today, this is how we see. Remember what I said earlier. Hope and faith are very similar. Faith is what we cling to, what we trust, right? And when we say, I hope I have eternal life, well, we very well know we do, all by what he has done. I hope I am forgiven of my sins. It's not just a wonder from a human side of I hope, but rather I am, right? And here we see in our text, uh, what is, we talked about earlier, what is the content of our hope? What is the content of our hope? Of 1 Thessalonians 5.8. The content of our hope is salvation, right? It says right here, 1 Thessalonians 5.8, But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. That what we're looking forward to as we live in the now, as we wait for the not yet and the great hope and anticipation and true expectation of what is to come is salvation. That the Lord indeed by his word has saved us from sin, death, and the power of the devil. 1 Thessalonians 5.8. Also, we talk about eternal life. What is our hope? For Titus 1, 1-2. It says, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the sake of the faith of God's elect and their knowledge of the truth, which accords with godliness, Titus 1, 1 to 2, in hope of eternal life, which God, who never lies, promised before the age began. Our God is not a liar. He gives us the gift of eternal life, and our hope in his word looks forward to that final fulfillment. Now, do we have eternal life right now? Indeed we do. This is the era. We're not wondering, we're not hoping, crossing our fingers, but by the work of Christ, we know that salvation is true. We know that eternal life is ours. How do we know? Not, I hope I've done enough, or I hope this is right, but because of our hope, our object of hope, the content the basis and the nature of our hope is outside of ourselves, and that is the Christ. See? Um, the last content of hope is righteousness. Now, um, how do you know that uh, you're good enough? How do you know that you're justified? Uh, well, a lot of people will say, well, I hope I've done enough, right? I hope I measure up. I guess we'll see. Now, the scripture shows us here that, well, Galatians 5, 5. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. It's not, I hope we measure up. It's, I know we measure up by faith because we very well know our hope is the work of Christ. 
that you and I are righteous all by the blood that was shed for us on the cross. That our hope is not a, I wonder, I, 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 I'm walking on eggshells wondering if I'm righteous, but by his work, you are righteous, right? This is the content of your, uh, of hope, salvation, eternal life, and righteousness. Now, what is uh, the basis of our hope? Hope you, hopefully you got those down right there. The basis of our hope is the promise. Romans 8, 31 to 32. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all right? How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? See, our hope, all of our chips are in, are in the court of Christ, right? Are in his work, are in his promise, right? Who can separate us from the love of God? If God is for us, who could be against us? The one who did not spare his own son, but gave up his son for all of us. And that is the cross and the empty tomb, the resurrection. Our basis is the promise. Where does the promise come from? God. What is that promise? Jesus. See, that hope changes from not the cycle of, of, of the circle that we talked about earlier, but from God to man. That cycle is broken because of Jesus. And there we have a different hope, a new hope, an eternal hope, a salvation hope, right? A righteous hope. Because our hope is not in man anymore, but it's in the one who has come to us. The free gift, the free gift of the gospel that is Jesus Christ, right? All right, uh, hopefully that's making sense. Hopefully, get it? Uh, so last thing, I know I, I try, to, try to make this as, as cliff notey as possible here, or spark notes or whatever you use, <laughs> uh, the nature. So we have the content, all right? The content of our hope, the basis, we know that it is God and his promises in Jesus Christ. But what is the nature of our hope? How does this hope come to us? And that is Second Thessalonians 2.16. And that is the God of grace. That our nature, the nature of hope, is the grace of God. Right? Second Thessalonians 2.16. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and gave us eternal comfort and good hope through grace. The nature of our hope is through the grace of God. Grace is something that we do not deserve, right? Something that we cannot merit by our own way, but rather because of our sin, we know that we fall short and we do not deserve anything from God. We don't, me or you or anyone, right? Because of our sin. But through the merit of Christ, that is the sending of Christ by the grace of God, there we find the nature of our hope. And that means, in other words, that this hope is built on nothing less but the grace of God. 
See, this is who our Lord is. Our God is not a liar. He gives us uh, the hope of Christ because this is the only hope to which we cling. Right? There's nothing we can bring to the table. There's no scale balancing or, you know, I, I hope I've done enough. No, because our hope is in Christ, Jesus has done all things. Jesus has completed the work of salvation that by his nature, full of grace, he comes to us and dies for us on the cross to give us that true hope, to change the diagram, the, 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 the perpetual cycle of sin, death, and the power of the devil, eternal condemnation, and God's wrath. He reconciles us to God by his blood and gives us the true hope. No longer are we going cyclical or in a broken record or a, like a dog chasing its tail, but we're looking forward with new eyes of faith, uh, the new creation as we look hopeful to what is to come because we know it shall come because our hope is in Christ, right? So, because of what we know about the content basis and hope or content basis and nature of our of our Lord, what is the, uh, what is the, the, what are we to do uh, from here on out? Romans 12, 12, if you have that in your Bible or if you look on your handout here, it says, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer. Rejoice in hope. And a lot of times, again, as I said earlier, a, a lot of people have different definitions of what hope is. But when we say rejoice in hope, what we're really saying is rejoice in the hope of Christ, right? Rejoice in what he has given to you already, because that is your hope. It's the gospel. And there, because of our hope, what is it? We are patient in tribulation. You know, Lord, you know. I know all these things are happening in life. The world is, is in unrest. We're dealing with a pandemic. It seems like when I turn on the news, it's just doom and gloom all over again. Like a broken record, we go. Our hope is in um, only, I mean, our hope is in a vaccine. Our hope is in, in our world to somehow change. Our hope is in, and a lot of people, I don't get political, but just like uh, Augustus Caesar, our hope is in our new president, whoever that may be, right? Again, that's, that's man, but for us, our hope is not in man. Our hope is in the God-man, the one who sacrificed for us, Jesus Christ. And that's where our joy is, right? Without Christ, there's hopelessness. In Christ, there is great hope, perfect hope, eternal hope, salvific hope, righteous hope. because of who he is, his nature, the God of grace, the basis, right? The promise of God. So when we speak of hope, and I know friends, trust me, every day, oof, sometimes there are moments where we're just like, man, this life is tough. But hopefully these, uh, this diagram of that cyclical uh, really reminds you of, of uh, of how our sinful nature can get, can be our worst enemy, right? As we're slowly or quickly seeing through these panicked-filled, sinful eyes, wondering where our hope is. Now, when we're in the Word, when we are pointing to Christ, there we see our great hope that is outside of ourselves, that's outside of man. 
but through the God of grace, he gives us the gospel. So these are the questions for you today. How are we to proceed in these ever-changing times? How do we cope? How do we cope? That's a question for you. Um, how do we persevere and endure in times of suffering and uncertainty? Ken, where is your hope? Right? Where is that hope? Or where is your hope? What is the object of your hope? How does the content, basis, and nature of hope shape the way? Again, if our content, basis, and nature is in the ways of man, that is how we will go, right? Content, basis, and nature of hope. What is that? And remember this day, it is Jesus Christ. Right? What he has done for you has changed and has restored your life with God. Right? No longer do you see in a way to which your hope is in man, but rather your hope, your faith, clings to what Jesus has done for you. Not for everyone else. And he died for all the sins of the world, but especially for you. Whoever's listening, for you Jesus died for. Do you know that? For you, Jesus forgives you of all your sins. That your hope is built on the promise of what he has done in his death and resurrection for you. On that cross, in the empty tomb. That as we live our lives here in this hope, we know that we're looking forward to something. Not with the cross of our fingers, but by the cross of Christ. What a great hope we have, right, in our Lord. His cross, not our fingers, but His cross. Content, basis, and nature. Jesus. Again, if you have any questions about this or if you want to talk about it, feel free to call me. You know my number. Uh, email me. Uh, PR Jung at faithmorepark.com. Uh, comment, message, and I hope uh, the camera is centered. I don't know because this is all I have and I don't have my computer with me this week. So hopefully my head isn't cut off and hopefully it's all centered. But I just pray and hope that this word is going well with you. That through the eyes of Christ, he broke that veil of sin and he gives you the eyes of faith to see through all the tribulation to see through all the, the, the struggles that you might be facing today. And they are, they are there, trust me. You know, I have struggles too, more than you know, right? But that hope doesn't change because it's not built upon our own self. It's not built upon my pulling up my own bootstraps and trying to get this done. It's already been done. Jesus, the solid rock, not shift in sand, right? His, his word isn't shifting on, on wet sand, right? It's, it's a solid rock, the cornerstone to which our hope resides. And I pray uh, that this word may go well with you today. Again, uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, join us next week uh, for what does this mean? We'll talk about love and what that looks like. But yes, all right, it's time. Let us pray. Nearly Father, we... 
We thank you for this day, O Lord, uh, for this time together. Uh, Bless us in the hope of salvation, knowing full well that by your grace we are saved. Lord, we know that we face much in our spiritual struggle, that there is much strife and affliction, that there is much uh, to be concerned about. But Lord, may your word dwell upon us. May you sustain us and create faith in us, our faith that is built upon the work of Christ. Bless each and every one of us this day and grant us joy in the hope that you have given. For all these things we are thankful. We pray this in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, until next time, God's blessings to you this day. And uh, thank you for joining me whenever you are hearing this. God be with you. Love you all. Praying for you all. And again, if you ever need anything, just give me a call. All right. Until next time, have a wonderful day. God's blessings to you, to you this week. And until next time, adios and goodbye.